Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Monday. It is November 11th. 2019 my name is jim happy veterans day to everybody who served protecting those of us far less brave so that we could sit here and do internet video live shows here on facebook and i am joined as always on the other side of this window by the one and only eddie geik eddie good evening and how are you sir yes happy well that's not happy i guess well it's uh, let's just give remembrance that remembrance that's memorial day let's just give thanks well, I think well, you can say Happy Veterans Day. This day, I mean, it's Armistice. It used to be called Armistice Day, right? It was the Fred Armistice Day. Fred, Ar- yes, Fred Armistice Day. Uh, yeah, Happy Veterans Day out there, everybody. Yeah, it's uh, Memorial Day that you really shouldn't say Happy Memorial. Day, right, but right. People right. do anyway, and that's never uh, going to change. I know. I, I don't know what to say anymore. So, yes, I'm doing good, Jim. Thank you for asking. I hope everything is well by you. Say whatever you want, my friend. Yes. That's the like, platform we have, the Say Anything Network we're on. Right. It doesn't matter. We're not, we're not censored here, and I'm sure we'll get to talk about the, the Don Cherry situation later in the broadcast. Uh, Don Cherry fired from, fired. Sports, from Sportsnet yes. for uh, something. And uh, But uh, I, was, I was telling Jim right before we were on the air, man, uh, it is all flower and roses as far as I'm concerned with the New York Rangers right now. Uh, they lost to Florida yesterday, but I will tell you that we have a lot to be happy about, uh, a lot to be proud about. We uh, definitely uh, uh, beat some teams before that. We'll get into that. Uh, so I'm, I'm in a good mood, man. I mean, you're not going to try It's going to be hard to get me down during this broadcast. Uh, but I, I'm sure that I will get uh, uh, in the parlance of the day triggered about something <laughs> along the way. 
So don't uh, bring me down. Also, I wanted to ask this of the people at home. For some reason, when I'm on and like the window has me framed in on my computer, it has me like perfectly situated. When I watch the show back, I'm like down here, I'm across here, my face is down here, it's up here. So am I framed correctly on the Facebook right now? Could you see my, my mug, this big pumpkin noggin, pumpkin spice noggin? Could you see it? Well, am I framed correctly? As far as on my end, you are not centered. All right. So, But, but you are there. All right. So where should I be centered? Should I, which way should I? You should probably I... move a little to your right, which would probably mean, yes, there you go. Now you are perfectly centered, my friend. Okay. You've got your chakra. You are centered. You are a spiritual dynamo is what oh, you are. Where's my swami music? Where's my swami music? I don't know the hat, though. All right. Well, Jim, I'll start with you. Let's uh, head right to you. Let's talk to you. What's on your mind first and foremost about the Rangers? You wanna you wanna go back? You wanna go forward? You wanna stay in the moment? Well, you, 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 this show's all about moving forward, but we should you know last couple of games Rangers have played fairly well. Uh, we had the let's see, I think since the last time we've been on, they've won they won two out of three. They beat Detroit, a bad Detroit team, as we like to say here on the show, bad. <sighs> Five to one, a thrashing, and then they beat Carolina four to two, mostly on the back of Henrik Lundqvist. I did not see the Carolina game, but that's uh, yeah, what played, I he played. That's fantastic. what I read. Everybody loved to use the word vintage, which to me just means something old. That's yeah, you rarely see as good as it used to be. If you got a well, he played, game, you know. I think he faced 70 or 80 shots in those two games, and he was and absolutely was 80 shots in two games. Two games. Absolutely game. stellar. Henrik yeah. is back. Henrik is, is back. He's, I mean, he played phenomenal. He I was mean, back. He was. Well, yes. He and was indeed like, for well, those two games. For yeah, those two games. Was not, uh, he was again, back. I'm not going to be a Henrik apologist, and we'll get into what happened last night's game. But uh, those the Carolina game, I felt was it who they played after Carolina. I have it on uh, after Carolina was the Florida game yesterday. Let me see, uh, Carolina, Detroit, and Carolina. Okay, against Carolina, Carolina didn't they have fifty shots on that or something like that? Uh, let's see, I could tell you because I want to make sure it was. Thought it was around forty-seven, but yeah, okay. uh, you know, once you get to you know, once you get over forty, does it really matter? Oh, I was right, forty-seven shots on goal, out shooting the Rangers forty-seven to nineteen. Okay, remember last year in my synopsis of Henrik Lundqvist, how he didn't steal a game all year, and Georgiev had right. That's a game where I could say Henrik stole for the team. Right. And it's a real good team, so I'm going to give him his accolades. I'm still going to right. be, uh, you know, I'm not going to throw him a parade. I'm not, you know, going to sign up for his free hair washes or whatever he does with his, whatever, whatever he's pushing this week. Yeah, whatever he's pushing this week, I'm not signing up for. But I will say my criteria for him is how many games did he steal for us? And there, uh, you have a really good goalie. There should be 
six or seven times that he wins a game solely on his shoulders, and he certainly did it. So, okay, we got that. Absolutely. The right. Carolina game. I know where you're going with this already. He was vintage Hank. <laughs> he was back. He was handsome. He I was wish everything you would have done a show after that game, and then you right. wouldn't have had any, the First caveat to all this. Two years of stealing $8 million, now he steals him a game. He's got to keep stealing, man. I mean, uh, uh, he, you know. Looking uh, all handsome, walking into the arena. Oh, all smiled now. Speculating. The fans were speculating that he had a can of dip in his hand. It's probably just dippity do or all his defensemen came out from under the bus where he's been throwing him for years. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Mark Stahl's been wearing a Greyhound for years. Uh, yes. But all was well after Carolina. Me, 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 just the uh, way Hank likes uh, it. Oh, yes. He was all over the media talking about and it. And then Yesterday. Yesterday was not. I will not put it. And I will not rest it on the shoulders of Hank Lundquist. Oh, God. Please. Uh, Why do you have to show us? What, has he got a Hank doll there? (laughs) I defy you to tell me which one of those is Brian Boyle and which one's the Muppet. (laughs) You cannot tell the difference. Look at him. I'll bet that Muppet could score on Henrik Lundqvist if he had a Boyle jersey on. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Oh, he had 47 saves against the Canes. Henrik Lundqvist, he's back. He's our king. Oh, all these people that hate him. Where are they? You can all suck it. And then along comes Boyle. Brian fucking Boyle. The worst hockey player in Ranger history. Wow. Brian Boyle. There he is again. The kryptonite for the Swedish Superman. This guy takes one look at Brian Boyle and loses his erection so fast. He'd need 10 Viagras to keep up. Brian Boyle, once again, once again, owning, owning Owning. the Swedish king. Brian Boyle has 79 career goals against Henrik Lundqvist. Did you know that? Wow. More than I thought. In In eight games. Brian Boyle. There he is. Look at him. Look at look at look at that face. Look how Very dumb old he looks. Photo of Brian. <laughs> look how he dumb he that looks. Dumb look on his face. That that Muppet's got three times the IQ of Brian Boyle. I guarantee you that. Look at look at that, look at that face. Look at that mush. Well, he's like the. He's just plotting like his next goal against Henrik Lundqvist. Just so, plotting. Well, how will I score on him next? Will it be forehand, backhand, deflection, well, tipping? Doesn't matter. He owns Hen- Hank like Joe McEwing used to own Randy Johnson. Well, Jim, I think I uh, I wasn't following this story as much as you were, <laughs> which, but I which do one? have an issue with this dummy that you got on the screen. <laughs> which one? There's two. Uh, well, well, the Muppet or uh, boy? <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, the uh, the dummy who's uh, in the NHL right now. 
Uh, he takes liberties. Oh, well, we're going to talk about that, too. Lindgren and no ranger, for, well, some ranger, I forget who, no tried ranger. to fight him, and he wouldn't go. And he ran like the marshmallow that he always was. Always. I always said on this show, you could go back and listen, he is the softest Six foot five player that ever played professional hockey. Adam Fox challenged him after the hit, which was a clean hit, but you still got to stand up for your teammate. Adam Fox, I don't know how tall Adam Fox is. I'll guess six foot, maybe six one. And I'll take a guess that he weighs maybe 200 pounds. What does the Fox say? Tries to stand up to Brian Boyle, who's six foot five and probably 240 pounds. And I never saw Brian Boyle move that fast in my entire life. <laughs> Feats don't fail me now. He got out of there like the marshmallow he is. He is soft. He is, cover up your ears, you sensitive. He is a pussy. He is a pussy. Plain and simple. Brian Boyle is the biggest pussy that ever played in the NHL. Really? Vagina. Right here. Well, his dad's a priest. Pacifism. Good for him. Uh, How can his dad be a priest? Oh, no reverence. <laughs> is he one of those nouveau priests? I don't know. Was? I don't know. I don't know how it works. He was a Catholic priest who had nine kids. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's a reverend or some shit. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, there's no excuse. I mean, he's a pussy, but I'm not concerned about Brian Boyle. Uh, the fallopian really tube. I mean, this bo this bozo, we're only going to see a couple times a year. Not really interested in uh, what he's got to do, what he's going to do with the whole thing. I'm worried about the Rangers and protecting asset management. <laughs> More <laughs> asset management. Oh, I will. Right, we'll, I'll get to that later. But the uh, the um, uh, uh, what's gonna say? The fact that no Ranger in the game later went after him. I mean, you've got surely you've got Brendan Lemieux out there who could take care of business. Uh, Tony D could hold up his own. The show this Lindgren kid. You know, listen, this is not going to be tolerated. This is a prized Ranger. Asset now, although it was a clean hit, it was a massive hit, and it deserves some kind of retaliation. I know there's some right. people say, "Look, you can't hit without expecting somebody to jump in," but when these players, so much is put into them, and we're seeing the rise of Ryan Lindgren, who I really, really like. Uh, I get I, you get worried, and you want to see some gumption in, from your teammates. You got The memory doesn't have to be immediately. It's just going to be a long memory. You take the guy's number, you wait for your spot, and you jump that tall jolly, jolly green giant, start beating the shit out of him. He's a fucking ovary, is what he is. What's he going to do? He's not going to fight anybody. He's, He's not going to fight anybody. He wouldn't fight Nathan Gerby if he had the chance. The Gerby, He's a pussy. Baby. He's soft. He Did always he fight was. Matt Would he fight Matt Zuccarello? I'd take Zook. Second round knockout. Zook yeah, would put him on his ass. He's soft. He always was. No courage in walking away from Fox, but. Yeah, like I said, there was nobody tougher than Brian Boyle with the referee in between him and another player. Nobody tougher. That guy would do all his talking when the referee was in between him and another player. He's a pussy. I don't care what health problems he's been through. He's a pussy. 
Oh no, it's talking like? hockey wise. I don't care what the hell is. Well, you it's know, life get sensitive. Oh, you cancer. I don't care about that. I don't care about anybody. Sensitive. He's <laughs> certainly after the shit we saw him do in a range of and he was effective at times uh, as a fourth liner, certainly. Garbage. But he uh, certainly uh, was lackluster in the hands department, which I think infuriates you even more because he keeps scoring on the Swedish meatball every time they meet. <sighs> and um, also, he was a – he would never th- drop the gloves. Right. Like you said, he, he, he may believe that the ref was holding him back, even though the ref wasn't holding him back. Right. But he's got he's got three goals on Hank before the anthem's done. Well, yeah, that every other dope gets goals against Henrik anyway. So, yeah, but uh, although I king. will say, I will say that that game, I do not blame Henrik Lindquist for that loss. Uh, I have a whole analogy of that game. The Rangers reverted back to let's try to win this game with skill, and it was basically the other team's first line against every Ranger who had skill contest. Uh, wasn't a lot of checking in that game. There was a lot of reaching with sticks and uh, not hard bar- board work. And uh, as a result, the Rangers lost because Sasha Barkoff and company and Frank the Rifle Vetrano, uh, these guys uh, proved to be too much. Uh, and right. you saw how that first line dominated the Rangers, and the Rangers' power play is like, fantastic now uh you know it's hard to contain panarin it's just fantastic i mean you know i can't believe we spent years and years jim even debating whether rick nash was a, a superstar or a top tier player i mean elite we, we, we elite we, right to throw around. We, we never really bought that but we definitely debated whether we look at the stats and go oh, uh, but you look at a real like superstar like Panarin and you go what the fuck are we thinking this guy makes everybody on the team better right everything is turns into a, a, a scoring opportunity when he touches the puck in the offensive zone and it's such a pleasure to see a guy like that and we got him for so long hopefully thank god knock on wood uh we got him at a young age he's not in his prime yet he is man. he is world class he is world class. He is a world class player. And thank the Lord. Unlike luck. Ryan Boyle. No, he's a uh, third world class. Right. But, but uh, what you do? But the, I really was impressed by the way the Rangers played in uh, the two previous games. I feel like that Quinn has gotten to the guys he needs to get to. Mark Stoll got that respite and then came back for two games, I believe, uh, and um, then uh, decided uh, to have it. He said an infection in his ankle. Right. Convenient. Well, I don't understand that. I, why would the Rangers try to like uh, use some kind of subterfuge in order to hide the fact that Mark Stoll's hurt? I don't think they care. They're ushering in a new era with young guys. That's that's reason enough. We're in the middle of a a build. <clears throat> that's why Mark Stoll doesn't play. And he I'm hasn't been saying, playing good. He hasn't seems, been playing well. It's it's it not like what are you just saying? He came back and they won a game. 
I understand. So I'm just I saying. It just, a... just seems odd. He gets scratched for a couple of games. Uh, All of a sudden, he's got this ankle. He's got this ankle thing. I don't think there's. I don't. I don't understand that. the cloak and dagger stuff in hockey, especially Rangers hockey. I uh, more about bumbling. <laughs> he got a real smart cloak move. and dagger the, 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 from the organization that Michael Sauer has been day to day for five yeah. years. Well, I remember Mark Stahl with his his uh, concussion that went on for like two years. That's what Zabinajad started to turn out. Now he's out. Now he's going to play this week again. He's not playing. He's uh, out for the Pittsburgh game. I know for sure. He may yeah, be out for the next couple of games. He was he was skating with the team a week ago. Yeah, all I heard was they're they're hoping that he makes the trip to Florida. I mean, that's that's the last I heard. It's hard to drag on a little too long. A little bit. A little bit. A little out of order there. Just saying. A little out of order. You're a little out of line yourself. Yep. That's the bit. You know, so I think that uh the uh you know you always gotta worry what you hear from Pravda over there. Right. Although I think so, things are loosening up a little bit. Um but we, we gotta worry about the Zabinajad. Rangers are winning despite not having Zabinajad. And and a lot of guys have risen. Have come to the task, have risen to the task. One, Ryan Strom. Where are the haters now? They want to stinks. He stinks. 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 Ranger fans, the, the tinfoil hat brigade still can't get rid of this guy fast enough. These fucking idiots, these these degenerates, these spreadsheet, spray chart, heat map buffoons. Can't get rid of Ryan Strom fast enough. Can't chase him out of here fast enough. I don't get it. He fits the criteria. First of all, I don't care what you chart, say, or whatever. You watch the ice. You watch. He's, he gets opportunities. He sets up people. He kills penalties. He's He plays the power play. These guys don't grow on trees. Now, I don't know in game 41 if he's going to still be having the same effect that he is. But right now, he's stepping up. And wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if we could have him as our third or second line center? You know, we give Heedle, keep Heedle. Heedle's got four goals now, baby. Heedle is, uh, you know, he's playing well. So, I mean, a lot of times people just don't like these guys because they're not either homegrown or whatever. I mean, the guy's 25. He's not even old. Right. Uh, so I, I really give a, a lot of I and also if you watch Ryan Strom interviewed, like when he's not, you know, he's really like a good interview. Like he's got a lot of exuberance, and you know what? Uh, I feel like the Rangers locker room's a little too flaccid with college guys and guys who can't speak English to really get like too crazy about you know the rah 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 stuff you need in the. Locker room, I, I mean, I don't know that for sure. What the hell do I know? But he seems like one of those guys that he wears his heart on his sleeve. And I, He's got I, 16 points in 15 games. What more can you ask from this guy? And one of the one lopsided trades that I can remember. I mean, Ryan means- Spooner is not even on the continent right now. <laughs> right. And this guy's playing in the highest le- league in the, the highest level league in the in the, in the entire na- entire universe, and and producing. And yeah, I mean, I think in seventy in seventy eight games as a Ranger, seventy eight games mm-hmm. twenty he has twenty three goals, 
23 goals, 26 assists. That's 50 points. And What's most, wrong with that? And predominantly on a What's really that? bad Ranger team like last year. Bad. Yes, I agree. What's wrong with that? Why does it have to be? I, I, I don't know. The tinfoil hat brigade is just out to launch. I mean, what's he going to do to convince him, uh, to convince them? You know, he's going to have to have – do they want to trade him? I don't know. That's going to be a dilemma too. This guy's on. This guy's on pace. I know it's, it's probably not going to happen, but this guy's on pace to have a career year by game fifty. What more could you want from this guy? He likes playing here. He loves it. I, I feel like he feels like he's got a second lease on his career here. And every he's goal he scores minutes. sticks it to the Islanders. Oh yeah. Like where was this Ryan's job? Right. Uh, some good comments coming out. Josh says uh, we could use Spooner in the Spangler Cup this Christmas. <laughs> so I mean, um, so it, uh, it, it it's it's mystifying sometimes, but I'm glad to see it. How come they're not clamoring to get rid of Bukdavich, the Russian uh, the sniper there with his two goals and 38 assists? They still love him, though. Spreadsheets. It's intoxicating. I, you know, uh, I don't want to get rid of. I, I, I'm fine with Booknevich. You know, I, I'm fine with him too. But you know, you hear how this guy is going to get first line minutes, or he's going to play the power play first line. How he's going to score, score, score. He's got two goals. Right. He's got a lot of helpers, to Grant. But right. I thought this guy was supposed to be an elite talent. The way it was, it was put to us. Yeah, you know, he's another guy that you know. He, I mean, two goals, uh, only two goals, but eleven assists. At least, at least that means somebody's scoring. Right. <laughs> when he, right. He's yeah, around no, the puck. It. Somebody's scoring. So no, I get it. But, Jesse uh, pulled your jar. He's staying in Finland. Let go of that. He's not coming here. Well, they, that, that's another thing we got to talk about. Jesse Pugliarvi is the rumored the Ranger fandom is going crazy, creating trades, getting ready. Oh, yeah. They can't One even. One little rumor in 97 blogs have an article about it. Yes. Here's our take on the Jesse Hot Pugliarvi. take. Hot take. We, can't, like even cra- we can't even keep crafts off going from going back to Russia. You want him to come over from Finland? Right. Right. I mean. I just don't see. Couldn't how get couldn't get Hedl out of Hartford. How the hell are we gonna get a guy out of Finland? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that ten games in Hartford really stunted his career, didn't it? Yeah. Wow. Um, we could um, we could really just make a we could really just make entire shows out of the 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 fan uh, talk just talking about the fan base, just the reactions of the fan base. The, Leah Sanderson, he's another one. Fans, this fan base just cannot grasp the concept of earning your minutes of your ice time. They cannot grasp that. David Quinn says he's got to earn more ice time. He said that. He used those exact words. If he wants more ice time, he's got to earn more ice time. And this fan base cannot understand that. They, they can't understand every- why. He, they just think that just because this guy was a number seven pick overall, whatever he was, he was seven, wasn't he? Seventh overall, that he's just entitled to this ice time. What have you have you seen anything from Leah Sanderson that tells you that this guy is going to be a first or second line center and should be playing sixteen minutes a night? No, 
I, I mean, I've called for the reboot of Leah Sanderson. I've seen what the what the reboot looks so far. I'm not giving up on the kid. Right. I think the only thing that that's another thing. Any rookie or any high draft pick automatically has to be on the first line. Well, how many first lines can you have? I mean, you can't play everybody 22 minutes. I mean, this is just the way it is. And also, I agree with you. Like, we both agree on this. Earn your ice time. I think the problem the Ranger fan has that goes this route with ice time is how much better is Brett Houghton than Leah Sanderson? I mean, I put that to you and to the people that are jammed in this chat room tonight. How much is Leah Sanderson better than Brett Howden or vice versa? I think Brett Howden is more noticeable on the ice than Leah Sanderson. And that's not because Brett Howden's getting three or four more minutes a game than Leah Sanderson. Leah, I'm just not noticing him. Well, uh, would you think that once Zabinajad comes back, that Howden or Leas is sent down? Um, I don't. I don't think Howden's going anywhere. I think the coach likes Howden. That's what I think. I think he likes Howden, and I like. And, and, and again, I I don't. I mean, I don't think Howden's going to be. You know, he's not going to be a hundred point guy. Uh, I don't even know if he's going to be a sixty point guy or a fifty point guy. But oh, right, go on. Like I said, I just I notice him when he's on the ice. Costa, the coach is playing favorites. He better play favorites. Show me a coach that doesn't play favorites. He's the talent evaluator of the team. Right. Nah, I'm going to play guys I don't uh, I don't like. Of course he's going to play his favorites. He's evaluating. And when the Rangers give a lot of goals, it's Lindy Ruff is evaluating. He needs to be fired immediately. Right. Show me a coach that doesn't play favorites. They all I, play favorites. I, don't you, I think it's the year of, I mean, this this uh, era of hockey, where it's a lot of delegation going on. It's not like Quinn sitting there and, and you know, uh, David Oliver is saying, no. We got to play Leas. And he's like, nope. I like Brett Howden. I like the cut of his jib. Right. Playing in there. I don't think it's all that. Uh, oh, come on, Coast. I think if you. Yeah, Coaster's. Uh, if you're not in this insane chat room now, Coaster's saying he's playing people on the. Um, because of the money he's making. He doesn't do that. Mark Stahl is a, a perfect example Every- of that. Everything's about the money with Coast. Yeah, I just he grabbed everything. For that. Everything. Uh, <laughs> he benched plenty of players who were making money, so-called money, much more than AV ever did. AV was the opposite. You, 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 you know, you were making money. You played for life. He sat the money bags goaltender for three games in a row when he right. went after, after he wasn't playing well. Mark Stahl, like I mentioned, who else? Did he, did he bench uh, Fat and Hurt last year? Couple times, it might have. Oh, there's another one. Poor asset man- asset management. Sick of hearing his name too. I mean, he's fucking nitwits. He's got 13 points. He's got four goals and nine assists. These fucking nitwits can't can't understand, can't grasp that he's playing with the Tampa Bay Lightning and well, the talent level like that's around him. Too. What's I mean, that? He had three goals like in the first two weeks too. I mean, right. he's like lighting it up every night. Right. And listen. The, the fact that he's off the team is so we could develop more young defensemen. Where are we going if we keep Kevin Shattenkirk? No, sorry, you lose. 
Uh, what else? So that 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 kind of bugged me. The whole boil thing. The whole. I don't think. I think David Quinn is doing just fine. I mean, it was a little shaky there, and it may still get shaky. I'm worried that the Rangers can get into bad habits right away. And that game uh, against Florida was a bad habit, and and they ran it again. We run into these backup goaltenders. I didn't even know what that guy's name. I never heard of that goaltender before. Montembeau? Montembeau Mont- uh, Hospital? <laughs> Matador? Monador? Yeah, I don't know what Mont- his name was. Montembeau or something like that. Montembeau. The only the only reason why I've heard of him is because I've I've seen him uh, in NHL nineteen. Oh, okay. I've seen him play, so I so I recognize the name. I'm like, oh, hey, that's the guy that was on their their AHL team when I was playing against against. <laughs> I was Hartford, and then and then you know he come up and played with Florida, but that's the only reason why I'd heard of him. He's not he's not good. Ricardo Montalban. There you yeah. go. Jonathan Riggs is guy. Smiles, smiles, everyone. Yeah, and uh, yes, I think I will agree with you, Costa. Good to see Capo Caco. Uh, but again, he'll, he excels in those skill games. But it's – and listen, I'm good because I want to see him get that confidence. He needs confidence, that kid. And he scored on a, a beauty of a goal. And um, just, you know, it's good to see. I think there are a lot of good things. Adam Fox is playing extremely well. Now you're seeing kind of more of, of his offensive side. Uh, Lindgren, as I mentioned, Hayek's kind of settled down a bit, but he goes unnoticeable, which is good. I think Jacob Truba's taken a little bit of, he's been very quiet, but that's because he's on the second pairing now on, on the power play unit, at least. Um, Tony D'Angelo, I see the, uh, the, the love for him, and I think it's actually flowed over to the broadcast now, because now I got to hear, hey, he's 13th in the NHL for defensemen. Where are you coming up with that stat now? We're going to follow where he is now. I saw it first on the interwebs. Oh, he's in the top 10. And then, like, within a weekend, he went down to 13. And I think it was Sam on the knucklehead said, oh, he's 13th. in the. We're going to keep track of him now for the rest of the season. But, hey, much appreciated, t- uh, uh, Tony. You're doing well. I mean, uh, you know, can't complain, man. It's a steal. The, the trade's a steal. I mean, let's look at it. And. He's been performing well. He's now playing first power play unit uh, minutes, and deservedly so. Uh, you know, he's been fantastic. And he's uh, another guy that's halfway to a career year after 15 games. Yeah. Yeah. It, he, he had 30, what, he had 30 points last year? Uh, hold on. I got it in front of me here. Wait a minute. Where did it go? Here it is. 30 points. He's already got – he's got 13 already this year in 15 games. Five and, goals and eight assists. He's already got it. Already tied his career high for goals. Yeah, no, he's been he's been great. There's a lot of and, and Paul Canosa talking about Truba. He puts the puck on that. He shoots, and he gets that puck through the net. Paul, yes. you're exactly right. So the defense, you know, it's going to have its rough moments with the learning. I think a lot of times it's the forwards who get away from the uh, I want to say system. And, and like last yesterday, that was just what Sam Rosen called race hockey, which we will be getting that clip of Sam saying, this is race hockey, which I thought it was like Charles Manson. He was trying to start a race war or something. <laughs> I don't know what race hockey. I mean, the, the toupee, just the, he can't do whatever that comb over, whatever he's got there, that, that hamster on his head, whatever. He just can't add lip for anything. 
Isn't that a slap in the face? Well, I'm sorry, Sam. I have to do it. I got to try to. There's an intervention with you. You're 74 years old. You're in uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame. You're a Forster Hewitt Award winner, and you can't ad lib. Come on. Isn't that a slap in the face? I'm sorry, Sam. I have to tell you this. I'm trying to have an intervention with you. <laughs> I mean, oh! listen, you can't react that way, Sam. <laughs> See, I'm doing like a whole thing here. Joey, yeah, I can ad lib. something. Well, well, I'm sorry. I got to call you out on your bullshit. That's what you want from those black players. Absolutely. Oh, the racism is ridiculous, Sammy. Please, tone it down. It's race hockey, not racism. I have upset him. He's gone into tongues now. Oh, no. Speaking in strange tongues. Sammy, just get a writer. This whole show, me and Jim do an hour and a half of total ad lib. Right. I mean, you can't do 30 seconds, 30 k. You're getting paid the big fish nagel, Sammy. All right. I'm done talking to him. By the way, they they did originally call the Brian Boyle goal for Keith Yandel yesterday because they didn't realize it was tipped by Boyle. Right. And I actually I actually watched the, the goal on the Panthers broadcast. And they did the same thing. They called it for Yandel first, so it wasn't I just Sam, no, it wasn't just Sammy making that mistake. No, I had no idea that that goal was Boyle's until I saw the <laughs> the posts. Right. Yeah. Then I I knew when I read the feed that I, and I was like, oh god, somewhere down the line they gave a goal to Boyle, and here it is. The Swedish meatball is going to be skewered again. Right. What's Swedish for kryptonite? Well, I wasn't very happy with him in that, that uh, shootout, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I just I felt like he uh, could have done better. Can't blame the can't blame the defense and the shootouts. No. But I'll take a point, you know. It's fine. On kids' day, I mean which is the worst <laughs> game. <laughs> kids' day is the worst. There's nothing to cry. I will for people who can actually go back to that broadcast, during the shootout. Was it just me because I'm just traumatized by this fucking chant? Did they try a try Potford sucks chant during a Rangers shot on goal uh, in the shootout? Uh, if anybody has that video, please go back there and see if that I could confirm or deny whether that happened. Because that would really be like, uh, yes, Paul Canosa. We should bring him in. Paul, come on the show. He's talking about Heedle making. Strollman looked foolish yesterday, going between his legs and depositing the goal right behind Ricardo Matsubad. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was a lot of good things. I'm seeing a lot of good things, Jim. I don't got a lot much to be. Uh, Brennan Lemieux, like him. He is one He is one tough cookie, man. Man, you see him get a hit with that shot. I look at it, it was shot. Yeah. Like, and he's on his knees, like crawling off the ice, like it's Gettysburg. He's trying to get, yeah. trying to get off the field of battle. Yeah, it's like it's like and the it's, Battle of Winterfell out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then you got these two, uh, the jabronis, saying, "Oh, it might have broke a bone." Like they were like they. Right. Usually they're Joe's very on WebMD. Well, yeah. let's see, Sam. Yeah. It might be a broken bone, Sam. I mean, these two mooks, 
they, they first of all, they, they're always like, oh, that doesn't look good. They, they went right to diagnosis right here. It was, right. That's a bone. It broke the bone. It was young. It broke the bone. His career is over. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's a tough cookie. No doubt about it. it. It's paying off now. We complained a little bit, a little bit about him on the power play in the second unit. But obviously, Quinn likes that guy because that's the only way place Kreider could score is stand in front of that with those deflections because he right. certainly can't score with a stick in a shooting motion of any kind. Uh, that open net that he missed confirmed that this guy has absolutely no hands. I don't know how you're a hockey player and be that bad at depositing the net. Uh, uh, I mean, yes, he scored on a shot, I think, last night or yeah, whatever. Uh, but, uh, Chris, he really, I, 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 his only value right now is standing in front of that net to me right. for his speed. What a complete way. How come it seems like the guys who are the fastest skaters never are the most prolific goal scorers. Think about it. Uh, well, Michael Grabner is really fast. I mean, but I, I you know. You're not going to get 30 goals out of him. Who, who would you say was fast? Gartner. So, Gartner was fast, yes. Okay. Gartner scored 30 goals for the Rangers, didn't he? I think he got to 30, yeah. Let's see. Well, Gretzky certainly wasn't the one. Like, <laughs> Messier was a, well, Messier was a good skater. Go ahead. Uh, I was just remind. I was thinking of uh, Mandar. Say when when Grabner scored thirty four with the Islanders and said he'd never score that many goals again. He was right, he was right. But Grabner did score twenty seven and twenty five for the Rangers. Oh, yes. And my my headset is beeping. That's not a good sign. Uh oh, that does fancy dancy wireless battery things. Yeah. What's going to happen then? Shows over. No. Uh, oh, well, I, no, I'm hoping I can maybe just uh, – I just might have to try and switch to the TV speakers and see if we can do it that way. We'll muddle. I'll get through it. We'll figure it oh. There we go. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Uh, let me know when you're ready. We have we have people waiting, including a brand-new brand new guest. I'll bring him on. All right. Let's talk to Brett Anderson, long-time listener. <laughs> The great Brett Anderson. What's going on, hey, Brett? Brett? Doing well. How are you? He's drinking his scotch. Cheers, my brother. Cheers, man. So, Brett, thoughts, comments? Um, I mean, it's kind of been, I guess, what a lot of people expected. We have a couple clunkers, a couple, you know, games where he shows some tenacity and um, uh, I don't want to use the word grit. But, you know, some semblance of fight and composure and stuff like that. So, overall, I mean, you know, I went into the year saying it's going to be a win-win season. You know, if we have a good year, awesome. Wasn't supposed to happen. If not, and we're picking in the top ten again, great. We're going to fucking rebuild. Who cares? Right. I thought, you know, it's funny because even though the Rangers lost that Panther game, and I don't know if you guys watched it because it was football and stuff. It was a very entertaining game. Like, oh, it was a great hockey game, yeah. Yeah, like, I was all excited. The goals are coming. I mean, you know, I hated that they kept answering back after we scored and then pulled ahead, but I was like, 
This is great. I'm getting to see like like last year it was so porous. It was like low scoring. We now we got we get killed and that would be over. I felt like I was entertained for that one point. So I didn't feel bad that we lost. It's kind of a crapshoot anyway. The three on three was exciting. That was that was so well, good, right. Man. That was crazy. I love three on three hockey. It yeah. is so much fun. And now that we have some skill players, it's you know, it's three on three is a tough on Sam though. Oh yeah, he can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. no, Sam is he's lost. They should add a third guy up in the booth when it goes three on three. <laughs> well, they just let Maloney call the three on three from in between the benches. It might go better. We'll go to That's Kenny Albert of the radio like- feed. Just let those two buffoons go get a hot dog or something. Oh, God. <laughs> First and foremost. Uh, and uh, At the end of the day. Stuff, uh, Dave Malone. And a slap in the face. Sorry, Sam. We have to. Be, we've got to try to straighten you out. We want you to go out. We don't Sam want you to taking out like umbrage Jerry. with you tonight. <laughs> Brett, did you hear about this Don Cherry thing? Want to weigh in on that? Let's usher that topic in. Oh, fuck it, man. to me it's like it doesn't even have to do with like whether it was right or was wrong or what what your belief system is talk about hockey i don't care about standing on social issues keep it to hockey cherry i mean this is what it's all about you don't see uh, you know it, it doesn't it's not relevant i don't care how plus what he said how can you confirm that anyway how is he a, even if I just don't see how he's like a a um, expert on the subject like he's Either. done the research he's a moron so I just to me Don I love you because you're politically incorrect but you're really out of date you're a dinosaur and you were going anyway and you know and and just this one last thing we all know that most uh, most et- people in entertainment are are left-leaning. So when you work yeah. in that kind of environment, you better know you're going to get fired if you say something wrong. That's just yeah. the way it works. Here's my take on it. I didn't ask is... you. I'm talking to Brett. All right. <laughs> no, all right. Go, no, go ahead. I love you. No, no, Jim, I love you. I love you. Come on. Look at it. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, and and this is not this is not to defend Don Cherry, and this is not to say what he said was right or wrong, because I really don't care. I don't care about him. I don't care about. I don't care what he said. Oh yeah, I don't give a fuck that. I just don't like him. If you if you hire somebody to be on a broadcast of any kind, if you hire them because they are going to be controversial and they are going to speak their mind, that's why he's there. You can't be surprised and shocked and, and try and act appalled when he does just that. But that's not, why he's not, there. He wasn't shocked and appalled. They fired him. Well, that's because they were shocked and appalled. Oh, they, they got so many complaints against what he said, it broke the website. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you. Sports that had to go down. Kim Kardashian's but, ass broke yeah, the right. He broke the internet. Now, I'm but, not saying I'm which way on the topic I am. Is talk about fucking hockey. Talk about how Ratko Gudis is a son of a bitch or whatever you want to say. I don't care if you say Ratko Gudis is a, is a dirty rat bastard. To me, that's fine. But I don't want to hear you weigh in on social issues. You just got a grumpy old man. Sir. And plus, with him, it's not like they hired him. He's been – times are a change, my friend. And 
this guy has been has been grandfathered in from an age long time ago. I think it's on him. If you know you're working in this social climate, and uh, you can't give me the excuse that he's a he, you know, he's just a, a loose cannon, and that's why you love him and he's beloved. Yeah, he's beloved. I think by a lot of people in Canada for that. But keep it to hockey. I don't want anyway. What's he going to tell me about what vaccinations? Did you vaccinate my kids or not? I mean, I don't give a shit. You fucking Don Cherry. Rock I'm just saying rock. that that's why they that's why he's there. That's why they want him there. He's not it's because they don't know the next thing that's gonna come out of his mouth. That's why because that's why they know people are gonna watch. About hockey. I mean, like I said, I can care less. He already thinks we wasted too much time talking about it. I see, I see this guy. I see him like once a year on TV, honestly, live watching Hockey Night in Canada. So I could care less. But you can't act. You can't act shocked when a guy who was hired because he says shocking things says something shocking. I, and I don't want politics in my sports. I I watch sports to get away from my politics. I don't want to hear that shit. It's it's ridiculous anyway. And so when I watch sports, don't mix my sports. Don't spoil my sports. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't be a spoil sport. You know, it's like that. It's like that line from from private parts. People that people that like him listen to him for 20 minutes. Most common answer given. I want to see what he'll say next. The people that hate him listen for two hours. Well, if they hate him, why do they listen to him? Most common answer. I want to see what he'll say next. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I just think- don't. Go I'm ahead, just saying. I ahead. think he knew he was going to go on. He his days were numbered there. And he goes out, and I don't know. He probably gets some kind of plan. And good luck, Don Cherry. It's not like you're going to be on this show. Uh, you know, next week on the show, <laughs> Don Cherry live from his basement in Moose Jaw. And I'll also agree with Connor saying, like, when it comes to the hockey players, I don't care what their political beliefs are. Put points. Win us some games. I don't give a crap. Right. Yeah. Fucking Tony D'Angelo puts keeps some points on the board. I don't care whether I don't care if he worships Satan. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. <laughs> he can have an altar in his locker room. Praise Satan. Hail Satan. Put points on the board. <laughs> That's what I care about. I'm sorry right. if I'm selfish, but uh, I don't care. All this superfluous stuff that we have to worry about as fans now, get the hell out of here. You're trying <laughs> to take my fun away. And yeah, like I mean, my my hate from him stems. It doesn't stem from that. It's that, like I said, I mean, I moved down to Greensboro, North Carolina, a little over a year ago. Hopped on the Canes bandwagon with a buddy of mine from college that lives in Cary, which is right outside of Raleigh. Um, we went to like a bunch of the playoff games last year. Um, went to one of the ones against the Islanders, which was phenomenal because I just got to shit on the Islanders. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, that never gets old. Right, yeah. But, I mean, you still have to fucking serenade an Islander every night, you know, 5,000 times. That's a different story. But, yeah, no, it's, you know, it all came from that whole spiel about his thing with the Canes fans, stuff like that. You know, sure, they aren't, you know, they had some, I mean, they don't have the greatest numbers, but, man, they're a fun, really fun fan base to be around. So, I mean, that's where that stems from. Yes. Now, uh... So uh, that Carolina, the the exuberance for the team, is that still continued over to this year? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Seabass, Sebastian <laughs> Aho, that as they call him down there. Man. I could watch him and Spetsnikov play yeah. all day long. 
Yes, there's there, special player. Did I see that lacrosse goal that Svechnikov got? Yeah. Back. That, that was, was sick. That was the first ever in the NHL. That's what they said. Yeah. The first they're, lacrosse they're goal. in the minor leagues, but, or, you know, overseas leagues, stuff like that. But anyway, I don't want to keep you too long, but I do have, I have, I have one story from months and months ago that I just haven't, like I cool. said, I, you know, I, my, my schedule for, I have worked three jobs, scheduled all over the place. So finally got to call in. So, uh, me, myself, I'm Brett Anderson. So my father's name is Glenn Anderson. So my dad calls me one day. It was probably like four or five months ago. So he gets a package in the mail sent to his work. And he opens it up. And on the front it's just Glenn Anderson. The return address is somebody he has absolutely no idea of. Opens it up. And it's a letter and a picture of Glenn Anderson, the, the hockey player, lifting the cup. And this guy goes on like a two-page letter telling, saying, oh, you were my favorite hockey player from the 94 team and this, that, and the other thing. And my dad's like, who the f-? Like, my dad works, <laughs> my dad's an IT guy in uh, Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. He's like, what in the fuck is this guy thinking? <laughs> he was like, also, not for nothing, but who in the world's favorite player from the 94 team is fucking Glenn Anderson. Really? Yeah. Did, yeah, this, did this guy think there was only one Glenn Anderson in the world and it was your yeah. dad? Like, he must have lived in New Jersey, too. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> exactly. uh, whoever wins the cup stays local. I, I would love to know the confluence of events that led this guy that wrote this letter to think that your dad was the Glenn Anderson. <laughs> like, that's it's just, that's just weird. Does so what did your dad like, do? Did your dad, dad like, sign it? If I was your dad, I would have taken a picture of myself, autographed it, and sent it back to him. That's, Here you go. I, I told him the same thing. I, I, I didn't say the taking pictures of it's a really good idea. I told him just like, shit, man, you should have just signed it and sent it right back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell, honest to God, it might be worth more than the actual Glenn Anderson signature. Yes. You <laughs> and doesn't this guy realize that Glenn Anderson is at every Ranger event that's ever been made? <laughs> I mean, that he could go yeah, right down. Right. I mean, Glenn Anderson's <laughs> probably outside the garden right now. <laughs> selling pretzels yeah. or or have your dad write it back like send, send me some salmon sandwiches right you know, favorite thing to eat during the cup yeah no so, so my dad just sent it to the he just sent it to the rangers um the like the art department box oh, or yeah. whatever and he was like i don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with it but Con- probably throw it away Connor makes a good point in the chat room who still writs letters <laughs> that's true yeah was it handwritten? Was it, yes, it was handwritten. Ah, that's a lot of handwritten letter. He could have gotten. He could have gotten a job as head coach if he could handwrite a letter. He <laughs> like Brian Trache. right? Send that to say there could be a job for him in the organization, right? God Almighty! Oh, that's yeah, a great no, story, like, man. That's geez, funny. That, that's why I was like, that is that's hilarious. Like and your the, dad's the best part is two just, ends at the end of your dad's first name, huh? How many ends are at the end of your first? Uh... Two. Yeah. Okay. So just like Glenn. Wow. Yeah. And your dad's like an IT guy. It's just like yeah. What he is works it? IT for an insurance company. Did he realize that it was? Well, I guess holding the Stanley Cup. Does he have any Ranger knowledge or? Oh, I mean, he can't. If Glenn Anderson's his favorite player from that team, he can't. He can't have much. <laughs> Well, Glenn chipped in. I, I, he, wasn't, he had yeah. two goals in the finals, didn't he? Isn't that his claim? Yeah, he had a pretty good play. He was known to, mean, as a playoff 
guy. Right. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily, and again, you know, I, I, I'm 25 years old. I was, I was born in October of 94, so I obviously right. lived through it. But I mean, like, of all the players on that 94 team. Right. Like, I, mean, I got a feeling this guy was lying. Although it took two pages, he's probably trying to get everybody to find Victor. Like you know, Steve Larmer's getting a letter, right? You know, uh, uh, but it's but it's 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 Steve Larmer in Albany who works at a who works at a Wawa. It's not the real Steve Larmer. Steve Larmer, the cook at Waffle House, <laughs> right? Uh, Glenn Anderson, three goals, three assists in twenty three playoff games for the Rangers. That's pretty bad. It's Rick Nash esque. <laughs> Well, that's a good story, Brett. Thanks for sharing. Your dad should have put on a Rangers jersey and went and took a picture of himself just with the cup <laughs> over his head, just like this. Here, that I did this just for you. Thanks for writing. <laughs> yeah, and holding like a little plastic cup over his head or something. Uh, Connor's got to spoil my joke. There are no Wawas in Albany. Jesus Christ. There was I just hate a- people who are specific. Oh. We're riffing here. You got to be right. Oh. You got to get up and piss on my charcoal. Human whiteout. <laughs> Let's be correct. Quite frankly, Senator, there are no Wawa's in Albany. Just want to let you know there are uh, a few 7-Elevens. And if you uh, drive downtown, there is a White Hen convenience store that we occasionally go to. And there's a Turkey Hill. (laughs) Uh, Kids today. Right. Wow. Brett's a good kid. But uh, that con, I don't know. He's coming at some Senate meeting or something he's attending. (laughs) I really got to be specific with this guy. All right, Brett. Well, thanks for uh, you know videoing in, teleconferencing yeah. in, as they say. Uh, I don't know if they say that. But... Years. Great to yeah. finally talk to you. Yes, Brett. It was great. Yeah, man. Sure. Like I said, I think the last time I called in was when I was still living back in Missouri. It was early when I was living in Missouri, so it had been a while. So I was like, I got to, you know. You guys always say you want new people, you want fresh faces, so. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise right. we're stuck with Kana and Costa all the time. Yeah, doing fucking uh, Who are both waiting to come on behind you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for Kana to be exact and uh, really uh, <laughs> give us some real precise information. Right. After he tries to crack five jokes that just don't work. <laughs> <laughs> They're hoping yeah. he's drunk again. They're hoping in the chat room that he's that he's imbibing. So we'll see. All right, Brett. Well, all right, thanks, Brett. Sir. Don't be a stranger. Take yeah, care, man. buddy. Hey, absolutely. Love yeah. talking to you. Later, Have a good Eddie. night. Take care, brother. See good call. Good, good, good first appearance on the new show. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good to, uh, to put a face to the name, uh, to the voice, because I do remember when Brett called in that one time. Oh, yeah. time ago. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we it's talked to Brett. Been a while, dude. So, um, and there are no Wawas in Albany. Maybe he went to he, he went to school at Albany, man. Albany's got very weird. It's like the capital of New York, but it's like such an old city, as I remember. I've been to so, Albany, and it's like weird. it's like a city they forgot about. <laughs> the land that time forgot. The, the land that time forgot. Albany, New York. Um, is Jeff Diamond yet in the bullpen after his? Uh, <laughs> He is Ever. not. He is in the chat room after saying earlier in the group that he would not be here tonight. But oh, now he's here. I thought we were going to do his trivia bit later. Oh uh, well, I, we'll see. I don't know. It we'll was see a if he big shows hit up last week. 
well, it's a, well, it's, well, a big, well, <laughs> right? it's a big hit because of what we make out of it, not because of him. Well, I think, uh, well, he's got to come up with more current questions. That's right. The, well, yeah, I mean, you know. All right. Let's bring on the, uh, Who the, do you want parade, to talk to? Of, the parade of fools. <laughs> Who do you want first? Uh, no, I would say fools. Uh, let's go with Connor first, and then we'll go with Costa, and then Jeffrey. All right. Well, Jeff's not even here yet, so there's oh. Connor. I see hey, you. Uh, What's going on, Mr. Wawa? Where you at? A, uh, where are you right now? Oh, uh, I'm just in uh, someone else's living room, honestly. Wow. I, yeah. I like that fern It's the, the most dressed up anybody's ever been to come on this show. Well, Except good. for me, of course. Uh, you know, you're looking good. You're looking good. All right. Yeah. So what do you got to say, Mr. Wawa? Uh, well, after my bender the last time I came on, I had to spend a couple weeks recovering. So if you guys have a moment, I'd like to talk weeks. to you guys about the our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. The only, the only one I think I'd, I'd rather have Hildebrand. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nah, I only bow down to Swami Eddie and Lake Ron Kakaba. Thank you. I don't have my hat, though. I got to get it back. Uh, yeah. I do have my uh, tambourine, though, if you want that. Uh, that's uh, fine. So uh, give us your thoughts. A, well, also, there's also no 7-Elevens, but that's because there's only the college – and the state capital. So the only thing there is to do in Albany is get drunk. Uh, so I figure I might as well just throw that out there. Would you but, rather uh, slap in the face? Yeah, yeah, really good. Going against now Albany. I said it's kind of an old city. Is that still the case there? It's been about ten years. Yeah, yeah. And like the more downtown area, it still has that uh, history to it. Okay. Are you going to college there or something? I just I I went to college there. Yes. But I'm now back into the well. I'm back down the city. So now, rather than taking a dragon, a bus, the subway, and a boat to get to your viewing parties, I'll only have to take a subway and a boat. So wow. I will be at the next one. Oh yeah! <laughs> Tell them all about it, Jim. Oh, it's huge! It's coming up in 12 days. The first BSU. This is the first official Blue Shirt Underground show viewing party. First one in history. Going to be at Slattery's Midtown Pub, 8 East 36th Street, next Saturday, November 23rd. The Rangers heading up to Montreal to take on the Canadians. It's going to be epic up at the Bell Center. Really tough. They don't win much up there. Hank's favorite place to play. Where he says the game gets too big for me at the Bell Center. His words, not mine. The Hell Center. Come on out to Slattery's. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be uh, raffles, watching the game. We'll be drinking. The Shotsky will be in, a, in, a, in attendance. We'll have all kinds Which of stuff to give away. <laughs> the, the, uh, the swag is on its way. Got some good stuff. Got some new stuff for you guys. And everything has the new logo on it. So that logo you see up there. Oh, I always do that the wrong way. Right above me here. That Blue Shirt Underground show with Jim and Eddie logo. We've got some nice new stuff coming. T-shirts, a couple of surprises. It's going to be a hoot and a half. Yeah, it's going to be rocking, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Rangers are playing well, so 
Come on out. I think it's going to be a good test, especially if Price plays. Um, you know, Montreal's got some guys could score, but uh, we'll see. They got the Max Domi. Was this, he's been struggling a little bit, Max Domi, this year. The Jonathan Druins. Uh, he's playing pretty well up there. It'll be a very interesting contest, and uh, Rangers don't want to jinx it, but usually play typically play very well on our viewing parties. So they do that. They do, and Montreal's playing yeah, well. Hopefully, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, this viewing party, Chris Kreider will get his hands back. Oh my God! Not a chance. Got a better chance of Bree Walker growing her hands back. Uh, yeah, you might as well chop somebody's hands off and give it to him. That's the only way he'll get hands. Right. Jamie Lannister will have, hand, have a pair of hands before Chris Kreider does. So uh, give us your thoughts uh, <laughs> on everything. What, come on. What are you laughing at? It's a good, I uh, honestly don't know what to make of. Of what? I, I don't know what to make of this Rangers team because on one hand, we're killing teams like the uh, the Sabers and the Lightning, whereas we're blowing it against teams like the Senators and the Devils that we should be creaming easily. Well, I think this is what you're going to get with a young team is an inconsistent team, a team that uh, is distracted easily. Uh, we saw that with the one game with the Ottawa game with a lot of fighting. I thought uh, when you see these games where the other team dominates so much. Uh, You'll, you see a lot of the Rangers getting away from the hockey that uh, they need to play, is, which is to battle and then cash in on the finesse opportunities, not just go for the finesse opportunities. And I think, which what did puzzle me a little bit, Connor, that I'm glad that you brought, you kind of kind of brought this up, the inconsistencies, is that when Zabinijad comes back, do we see a lot more of looking for the perfect shot? Because what I saw a lot of that when he was here, uh, when he was playing, is the Rangers' power play, especially just passing around, passing around. Right now, they have a very good shoot mentality, which I'm not used to. So I'm interested to see if that happens once Mika gets back from his, uh, you know, four month day to day injury. Yeah, I mean, I'm just overall, I think it's still early. I think that Mika showed great strides earlier this year. I think that they'll probably replicate that. And I'm really liking these young guys between Capo Caco and Brandon Lemieux. And these these young guys, they're they're carrying the team as far as I'm concerned. I'm telling you, the defensemen, the young defensemen, they're uh, eating up a lot of minutes and learning a lot. That's been impressive to me. And they don't look foolish out there. I mean, at times uh, I see guys taking chances when they shouldn't. Connor, freeze up. No. Yeah. No, you're there you you are. Are. Uh, no. no, we can uh, hear you. But overall, it's amazing. We had, we have, we have, thir- all right. But what I was going to say is finally, because we have 38 defensemen, and I guess finally someone showed something. Wow. These were the guys that were pushing on us. You know, these were the guys that were hyping, and we've been hyping because we fell into the hype, and I think they've all – none of them have underachieved so far. I mean, we only have a small sample size. But uh, right now, I think everything looks pretty good. I mean, uh, unfortunately, we were saddled with these bad contracts in two of the defensive positions, one being the goaltender and one being the def- uh, defenseman. But uh, – that that could be corrected, and it'll be corrected in a couple of years. 
you know, the right. Henrik will be gone after next year, and I think Stall too. Uh, I believe. Not sure what Stall may have. Yeah, so you're going to be freed up a I'm lot. I'm sure Smith is gone too, as well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're certainly going to free up a lot of cap space, but you're going to have to pay these guys down the line, like Kako, if he continues to progress. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see uh, what they do with Kreider. Uh, you know, they they trade him, they try to keep him. Right. Depends on what the coach thinks of him. So that's the story. Yeah, there you have it. I feel like we're doing like between one fern with Kana over here. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought. <laughs> All right, right. There you have it. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, my ending point is, it's still early. Let's see what happens. And I think that we're in for a very good Ranger season after the past two. (laughs) Very entertaining so far. Very entertaining. I mean, between all the controversy of firing the coach in the first six games and and these games have been exciting lately. I like to see, you know, I like when the Rangers got a power play that you can actually get super excited about. I mean, Jim. Ten years doing this show, have we ever had that? Not much. Not much. When Not the range power play is like stays you in the zone for the entire we, two minutes. First, we had the the Mike Sullivan special. <laughs> the power play was terrible. Then Scott Arneal, that power Ooh. play was terrible. It's it hasn't been good. So well, this is definitely one of the better ones that they've had. So hopefully, Zibby's healthy soon. Yeah, and you got Georgiev to root for. He's you know played pretty well this year. It's a lot of good things happening. I mean, it may not always show in the win loss column, but uh, much better than last year or the year before that. Oh yeah. So, all right, Connor, you're out of here. Take care. All right, I'll all call right. in Sauce next time. See you Bye. later. <laughs> Bye. Take care. The one and only Connor Nicotini. There he is. Here he comes. Hmm. Coming in like a house of fire. The goon. The goon. Look how well quaffed he is. Let me tell you. Thank you, like thank you, thank you. Brush that. He's got like a pompadour going on there. Costa, uh, what was your nickname on the um, on the old blog talk? You were the Crazy clown. Greek. No, but you were the clown, too, weren't you? No, Costa the Crazy Greek. You never had another name? Uh, oh, God. Um, Mr. Salty. Yeah, Mr. Salty. Yeah, I like Mr. Salty. That was a good one. All right. I'm sorry I digressed it to that. Anyway. Well, your thoughts, your prayers. <laughs> thoughts. Bro. The only people that complain about Don Cherry, I bet, were fucking non-hockey fans who could give a fuck about the sport of hockey. That's just my opinion. I'm sure there was a lot of that. I think a lot of people just heard what he said. And we're like, oh my God, how can he say that? And then we're like, they they blew up the sports day. Hey, I hope the fucking the ratings tank. It's in Canada. It's just tank. It's fake outrage. It's people that never gave an ounce of thought to Don Cherry until he said right, something they, they want to get yeah. complained about, and they won't give an ounce of thought to him again ever again after tomorrow. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I don't know. People just want to get outraged to pretend they're so upset. Yeah, those fucking social justice warriors. Those right. fucking cunts. Right. Fuck Man. them. It has nothing to do with hockey. That's why I don't care either well, way. Yeah, I understand. But, but but 
the only people, the, 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 the most outraged people were probably all not, they weren't even fucking hockey fans. No, I agree with you. They probably heard about it secondhand and was it what, what? And they looked up the, the, uh, the. What's going to, what's going to happen if, if, um, someone like, because now the rumor is that Brian Burke is going to be doing Coach's Corner. The most boring, he's he's one of the most boring people. He's one of the most boring people. He is completely lifeless on TV. Margaret Hurley's husband? (laughs) Why is Margaret Hurley on this show? I don't know. I don't think she's on Facebook much anymore. Uh, She was a saucy old broad, that one. Anyway, I agree with you and Jim. There's a certain amount of that fake out, but you got to understand, Jim, and I'm gonna. I don't want to sound like a wishy-washy's. There are people who really find that offensive. Now, whether that's their problem, I mean, to me, I, I don't care. But I think to some people, they're like, that is offensive. Why is this guy, this old fuck on TV, telling uh, people, uh, you know, disparaging people? I mean, me and you and Costa, we've been disparaging people for years. That's what we right. like to do. <laughs> there are some people who don't like it, you know. But uh, whatever, I'm sick and tired of talking this. I'm not going to justify him or justify these little poops that emailed or shut down uh, CBC or whatever. Whatever. All right. All right, let's go on to Rage's stuff. There, uh, the well quaffed Pompadorian, just <laughs> the latest. So what are you thinking? You thinking? I see you're ranting about Ranger, uh, Quinn plays favorites. He does. Well, wait. Oh! I mean, seriously. I mean, what do you want him to do? He's the coach. You got to play your favorites. You got to give people opportunities too. But don't you think he benches guys when they're not playing well? That it's a meritocracy. You don't think it's a meritocracy with this coach? I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I would give. I would. Play Anderson on the third line, maybe a game or two, to see how he help. If he if he can hack it, he's down to fourth line again. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I will agree. I mean, what's it going to kill him to play to switch roles for a game or two? With Howden, Howden Howden is so much better than Anderson. I mean, Jim was right. He said I do notice Howden more, but. Maybe yeah, I would notice Lee's Anderson. I bet you he's because he's getting more ice time. Yeah. How much, how much can you see of Anderson if he's a on the he's a fourth line center? How much can you fucking see of this fucking guy? Well, what's the difference if Jim could look this up? Uh, or I mean, you partake in some repartee. Uh, the difference in ice time between Howden and Anderson. Um, wouldn't you think that the first round pick of the New York Rangers would be getting? Uh, or is this uh, the third line minutes? Or is this really based on a, mer- uh, a meritocracy? Uh, on or, our- or like I said, maybe 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 Quinn, maybe Quinn is can't don't know don't know how to um, play Euro doesn't know how to deal with Euro players. Well, he'll certainly come back and done very well. Panarin doesn't seem to be struggling. Capo Caco seems to be on mark. So I don't think I think we tried that. We tried that 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 theory out. I don't think it's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Brett, I was. I was Brett Howden. That. Okay, give it to uh, me. Excuse me. Brett Howden is averaging 15, 15 minutes and forty five seconds a night, and Leah Anderson is just under ten minutes a night. 
That's Leas, That's Leas, Leas Anderson in 14 games has one assist and is a minus five and has nine shots on goal. Nine shots on goal. Brett Howden has four points, is a minus two, and he is about uh, 48% on faceoffs, I think. Uh, 46% actually. What's Leas? Leas is, I'm glad you asked. Leas is just over 50% on faceoffs. Oh, it could be favoritism, Costa. Oh, here we go. Leas has, uh, let's see, Leas has eight blocked shots, 13 hits. Brett Howden has 16 blocked shots, 13 hits. And not a big difference, no. That's why I say, why not, why not play, hit, give him the, the the three C for a game or two. See, because and part of it is, look, he's play, Anderson's playing with fucking bums on the fourth line. They're fucking bums. What are they? Bums. <laughs> At least Cockles, Cockle, and fucking he's playing with Cockle, fucking Brett Howden. Fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck but, out of here. But I don't, I, I don't. I'm not sure what people expect Leas Anderson, what they expect out of Leas Anderson. Leas Anderson isn't a guy who's ever scored a lot of goals. Yeah, I, the, yeah, I agree with that. But, I think that would, but part of it is they kind of fucked up that pick. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So, but I would rather see the guys that deserve to play play and not just justify playing time because he's a pick because he's a high pick. Okay, I agree, but again, I, I say and I say this again. I don't. There's no. I see no reason why you can't give him three C for a game or two to see what happens. I agree with that. And and, and then it's sink or swim, right? Oh, maybe if he needs minutes, go send him down to Hartford. We'll see him play a chunk full of minutes and earn your keep. But, you know, you don't want to see him go down there and uh, light it up and then come back and squeeze back on the fourth line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you... I mean, I mean, and uh, I uh, maybe maybe it's time for for to dangle him and say, oh, to see what, what he can do. I think it's too yeah. early right now. I, I, I've played okay. a lot of games at all. I'm just but, saying if this guy is, is, is doomed to be a 4C... I don't. I mean, you gotta. I mean, maybe got a time to cut your losses. I mean, it looks that way the way it is now, but he's so early in his NHL development. I can't. I mean, right now you're right. I think I don't see much from him. I really don't. Um, I, I think they got to figure out what what he's going to be, and I think they they're going to have to. You know, they drafted him too high, but you can't. There's nothing you can do about that. Right. I, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious that they just drafted this kid too high, but you can't change that. So now you either figure out, you're either going to figure out what they have in him and is he going to play or is he going to go somewhere else and become Manny Malhotra who plays for 21, 21 years. And, and Manny Malhotra was. was not a bad player. I mean, he was no. a good player, like you know, had a good career. I just hope drafted too high. Becomes Manny Malhotra, but right now it don't look like it. But yeah. you know. And the, Manny Malhotra and, played 16 seasons. I know. He was the one of the best defensive of, centers in the league at, uh, at you know, during his career. And, and he also the, knocked out Ken Danico in a fight. One punch. Better. 
was one of the most. And, and the fun and the, and the funny thing is, what's the name's going to be the pick? What's going to be the pick of the draft? Cheadle and, and Cheadle got picks later, and and now look, look, look yeah, how. Yeah, well, I'm glad they got one of them. I got yeah. one of them right. As long as Heedle, I don't care where he's picked as long as he plays well. Wasn't um the Kratzoff pick Kratzoff, Condre Miller and Niles Hofist? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that way. Um, so in your brain, just make believe they took Anderson second. Right. And you'll be you'll feel fine. Right. <laughs> you'll feel fine. Right. You'll be like, ah, they took Heedle seventh, seventh ninth overall. What a great pick. And wherever Heedle went, what did he go? Thirteen or something? I don't know. Twenty one. Twenty one? I okay. think. I don't so, know, something like that. Heedle Bailey looks good. Right. Yeah, and same with same with my my main man. Number twenty four <laughs> in your number twenty four in your program, number one in your hearts. Kind of right. just asked how many reboots are we giving Anderson? Well at this point, Leas Anderson's gonna need more reboots than Spider Man. Oh please, guys. First of all, Connor spe- spell his name correctly. Or maybe he's talking about Glenn. Are you talking about Glenn Anderson? Maybe he's talking about Glenn Anderson or Lonnie. Perfection over there with the Wawas. You can't even spell Anderson right. Well, Larry Anderson. I don't know. All right, Costa. Anything else? Hey. I, guess, I guess we'll see you. Yes, on Saturday. No, next Saturday. Uh, yeah. Costa, I want. Why I got you here? Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't answered your messages. Number one, Paul Fong is back in my band. He is. Uh, wow. he I'm anxious to hear that story at the viewing party next week. Yes, he squashed his. The, the beef has been squashed between him and other members. And uh, Artisan Pizza, I have no idea what Artisan Pizza is. Can you explain to me and the fans at home and to Jim what the hell Artisan Pizza is? Well, Artisan Pizza is now the all the rage now. Oh, yeah. you hanging out with your yuppie friends now? You want to drag me in? What are you, a hipster? Be a hipster, bring your white claw. <laughs> Close to the millennial. Yeah, come okay. on. You go millennial, and I'm, I'm, I'm quitting this show. Uh, artisan pizza. Eat your artisan pizza. Or a pineapple. Was that that pineapple? The shit they put pineapple no, it's on? Like, um, it's like the, it, it, it's all personal pizzas. Person. Right. Everybody's got to have their right, participation. Particip- <laughs> it's mine. It's a, so it's, like, it's like a participation pizza. Everybody gets one. No, it's you go to the place. You <laughs> say, I want, I want a pizza. I, I want, want this crust or that crust or that crust. You say, I want, I want this type of sauce. I want these toppings, and that's it. That's yeah, I, I, I kind of go to that place already. Like, there's a place called Pizza Revolution. It's a chain, Pizza Rev. Pretty good. Really? Uh-oh. Oh. Lost Eddie. Oh, now wait, he's coming back. I don't know what happened there. It's like you clicked yourself off. Yeah, and then it was like, well, yeah, because right. because maybe you and me we could partake a little. Uh, all right, yeah, I'll get back. To you on that. I'll get no back way. to you on that. Where's the place before we? Uh, there, we have to settle all personal business on air. By the way, me. <laughs> there's um, there's I think it, I don't know if it's if it's Pizza Rev, is in Hop Hog. I think yes, yes. And then, then there's a place called Blaze, like it's fucking... Um, Which is more yuppie? I want to go to that one. Shit like that. What's more millennial? Because I know we like hanging out with the millennials. Right. A funny, um, um, interesting story. Uh-oh. Um, guess who owns Blaze Pizza? Uh, Chris Justin Drew. Trudeau. No, LeBron. 
Oh, I'll go to that. Yeah, that would be interesting. LeBron James. You owned it, but I think he's like a like a, he oh. invested a lot of money uh, in um well, he needs more money, so we should go give him all more money. Right. <laughs> so I want to see you go to that pizza place and go, it's all about the money, LeBron. Your pizza sucks. <laughs> well, let's see. All right, buddy boy. I'll get back to you on the Blaze. Where's right. the Blaze located at, by the way? I yeah, I think it's in like West Babylon or something. Oh, but, but 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 what's called closer? We'll just go to Pizza Rev. It's closer. Uh, okay. All, All right. right. All right. Until next. Now time. that we got that settled. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, close. We bid Off you we a go. two. We got this. We got speaking of pizza. We have a pizza place that's about twenty minutes from our house. It's actually on the Jersey side. Oh, it's the best pizza I've ever had. Wow. So good. I'm already and, I, and I and I know good. I mean, I you know. No, I, I like can my, tell. I know I like people who pizza. know good pizza. You're I like good. my pizza. And this place, and it's just like, it, you know, if you grew up in North Jersey like I did, it just reminds me of it's just an old fashioned pizza parlor where you just you walk in and the table, you know, you sit at the little tables and and oh, the pizza is so good. They use like big the regular sausage. No, nah, just a regular pizza. But we usually order like uh, slices of sausage. I like sausage and pepperoni. And uh, they give you like big slices of sausage on the pizza. and Really good. Good ingredients, good sauce. It's not too sweet. It's not too, you know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pizza snob. And uh, yeah. I hate when like people who own pizza places ask me how the pizza is, and I have to be frank with them. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Just... And, and very few places make the the regular and Sicilian good. It's either one or the other for, for some reason. I, it's very hard to find that they make both pies. But I'm into the uh, – the, I like regular pizza. Get me, don't get me wrong. I love it. But I also like a lot of these other ones they come up with. What's Not the more. What's the name of the place in Brooklyn that everybody talks? Is oh, it Spumoni, Spumoni Garden? Yeah, Spumoni Gardens. Have you ever been there? Well, the reason why I'm asking is because I see a lot of people post pictures of their pizza on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spumoni Gardens, it's the best. And every time I look at the, I look at the pictures, I'm like, all I see is sauce. I don't yeah. see any, I don't see any cheese on this pizza. It just looks like, it just looks like a piece of dough with sauce on it. Right. I, I, if you like it, fine. Eat it. God bless. You know. Good luck. I salute. But like a grandma, it's like a grandma slice. It just doesn't look that good to me. It's not that great. It's so overhyped. It's like the cops park outside the place and they get a slice while they're on their breaks. And oh, yeah. and it's always it's always jam packed too. Everybody in Brooklyn loves it. And listen, I love Brooklyn. I'm just telling you that place to me. If they asked me, I'd say, "Yeah, you're, it's all right." Right. But uh, don't believe the hype. But a lot of people swear by it. And, and uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. As long as we're talking pizza, you know, everybody talks about how great New York pizza is. I've had much better pizza in New Jersey than I've had in New York. New Jersey, surprisingly to me, as a Long Islander, has proven to be better Italian food than uh, New York. Uh, and, um, now, Queens, I like Queens pizza. Brooklyn pizza has not impressed me so far, um, but uh, I, I definitely give I give my big ups to. I think when I went to go see Ricky Atazu, um, he bought pizza, and uh, pizza was really good. Mm. And so Jersey pizza, big ups, yeah. big ups. Uh, 
All right, so I have I have this other uh, this other Sam clip from these guys that we played this thing from last week. Matt uh, Zenobia found another video of these guys goofing on Sam. If you want to, if uh, if you want to play that before we finish it up here tonight, yeah, I want to know where Diane Eck. Where do you go to get pizza? Not Matt that Zenobia. I want to like stalk you. I just want to know where the pizza place is. Uh, pizza in Connecticut? Nah. Right. <laughs> so I have to uh, I have to put this picture on. Screen I'll check that out, Diane. Sorry, because this is part of the uh, this is part of, <laughs> this is part of the, the joke. Because this is a YouTube video, and they use this picture of Sam. Hopefully, you can you can make this picture out. I can. Sam's jacket there. Let's see if we can zoom in on Sam a little bit. It's a little there too big go. for him. <laughs> All right. So here we here we go. Uh, Who's he with? Uh, oh, I forget who they 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 mention who it is. Okay, I, I forget now. The Brady Quinn and Golf Show. <laughs> Did you see Shaft Rosen yesterday wearing the black leather trench coat? Hashtag shut your mouth. Shaft Rosen. <laughs> they did when they showed the booth. You know, there's there's Brady Quinn. He's a head taller than Sam. He's got his little rakish scarf on, and he's right. Is it, it over? He, he has a black yeah, leather. The leather. Yes. Who's the Mike? Mike Playman. Chips. Sam Rosen. Damn right. It's Sam Rosen with Fox Sports. Uh, I'm in football mode, and I'm in Cincinnati. Sam Rosen. <laughs> Can you dig it? Okay. Mike Nugent is the Bears' third place kicker this season. Off the upright, he misses. Who's the captain woke up when that bears are all about? Sam Rosen. Right on. And whoa. Nice. Oh, poor Sammy. Getting hammered all the time, but us in the... Another slap in the face. Sorry, Sam. We had to do it. Another. Don't wear that jacket ever again. I would be happy if he wore that. He looks uh, hip. When he let the Ranger broadcast, looked like he came out of a suitcase. His hair's all messed up. Like I don't know. They had him packed him in a suitcase and just opened them up. They, they sent him airmail from his uh, NFL uh, gig. And he arrives there, and he comes out of the suit. Hey, Joe. There's some goofy video on MSG Network, I think, of all f- the, f- the whole broadcast team, including Kenny Albert, uh, arriving in Carolina. And, like, they're waiting. To, oh, oh, they get just getting off the plane, and these four dopes are sitting around. And it's just like, totally like they can't make any, any conversation. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But... It, God bless you, Sam. I hope you recover from that bit. You'll never recover from our bits as we load more and more each day. Right. I I uh, I actually emailed the guy who who does that, the Bernstein, uh, 
uh, what the hell's his first name? I can't remember his first name now. Something Bernstein. And I, and I just told him that, you know, I told him who we are, what we do, and that, you know, goofing on Sam is a big part of this show. And I told him how he stumbled upon his video last week and how it had us laughing to laughing to tears. So, and I told him, I said, if you've ever got 10 minutes to spare and just want to just want to come goof on Sam, I said, you're welcome anytime. Again, I just think it's time. It's time to move on. The youth movement in the broadcast booth. But then again, we wouldn't have this comedy like we've said many times. So. Yeah, those guys do a good job there. Yeah, there's one. I've located cream cheese with <laughs> chives. That's what he was doing. We are in Toronto, one of the great cities of North America, enjoying NFL football. Yeah, right after Battle Creek. soup. <laughs> there have been some great names come out of Canada. Great kickers like Mike Vanderjack of the Colts. Drunken kicker. Yeah, and how about kicker. Steve Christie of the Buffalo Bills how from Hamilton, him? Ontario? Man. Eddie Murray from Halifax, Nova Good. Scotia. And Mitch Berger, great Canadians have contributed to the NFL. Some great names. Eddie Murray contributed. It's the baseball Eddie Murray. Mitch not- Berger is a great name. He's a great punter. I'm telling you, he was getting some money from the city of Toronto. Yeah, he had a big <laughs> And he was acting as if you can, like, tickets were still available. If you're watching at home, come on down. Come to Toronto. Me in Toronto. I'll be here signing autographs and yeah, drinking seltzer. There's something wrong with Sam. Well, then you know what? If it's so poor, just open the damn roof. What's the what's like talk about? Uh, I'm in football mode and I'm in Cincinnati. One of the great cities. <laughs> it's been a good day for Bears fans, longtime fans, Dr. Roland Medansky. <laughs> Oh, great day for all of my medical team. <laughs> also in Buffalo. Also for Dr. Bernie Gishwitz, who gave me my colonoscopy. A great day for him, finding polyps and removing them. Oh, my God. And what's funny is that now the, when I when I was sitting watching the game the other night, uh, the um, or it might have been yesterday's game, actually, we were sitting watching the game. And now when I hear Sam's voice, I hear this guy imitating him. So I'm just, we're sitting there watching the game, and he's talking about something. I'm just yelling out, and my periodontist. Right. <laughs> Bernie Gishwitz. <laughs> uh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. We'll miss you when you're gone. And it's funny because these guys being in Chicago, they have no, they have no, um, like you're not going to hear, you're never going to hear guys on the fan do something like that, talking about Sam Rosen. Right. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to hear it on ESPN either. You know, but yeah. these guys in Chicago, they have no allegiance to a guy from New York, even though he does the Bears games on uh, exhibition right. games. Yeah. But they, you know, so it's no. just funny to hear. Yeah, and there's no the code for that. Of like... Outside of New right. York, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, here he's treated with reverence, right. almost. You right. know, lot, you know, he doesn't break. They don't break the code, <laughs> right? But and nobody hear, cares enough anyway. If if hockey was followed like baseball and, and you had this as a kind of an announcing as they have, people would be all over it. But no one's paying attention. Right. So Roland Padansky. <laughs> my colonoscopy. <laughs> a great day for my medical team. It's classic. Yes. So we'll come all right. back. Uh, what do we got on the Rangers docket? Let's see. Uh, tomorrow night Penguins. is the... 
Tomorrow night is the Penguins. Yes. Right. Right. Tampa and, Bay on the 14th. Uh, yes. Thursday night. I believe that's a, uh, a set. Okay. Tomorrow night's game is a 7.30 start. I don't know if that game is on. Uh, yes, that game is on NBC Sports. So there'll be lots of Pierre gushing. And then Thursday night, they take on the Lightning. And let me see. Saturday, they're in Florida to play the Panthers. I guess we'll come back before the Capital game on the 20th. Monday or Tuesday, 18th, uh, 19th. Yeah, let's do Tuesday night. All right. So we're looking at Tuesday the 19th. I want you people to, uh, you know, Jim, we're doing very well with the uh, the YouTube subscribers and li- uh, and views. We're doing pretty How well. YouTube, how many YouTube subscribers do we have? I think we have like 80, well, maybe more. Thousand? No, not a thousand. Are you kidding me? 80,000. No, no. We're, uh, we're still in the modest stages here. Right? But uh, we're doing very well. Very, He's doing very well. Very well. Uh, let me see. I'm going to it now. Uh, right now, we've got five. We have, Oh, wait, wait. We have 178 subscribers. And our last show, now, people who are watching this show on YouTube are not probably watching us live or not even watching us on our page. We had 108 views last week. Nice. So that's pretty good. I mean, we're, we're right. It's fantastic. That's like plus what people are listening to on the podcast, plus what people are listening to when we're doing this live and on Facebook. So we're doing really well, and it's just started. I think right now we're on – this will be our 15th show that we've done video for. Oh, look at look at Cutter commenting on one of our YouTube videos like we wouldn't see it. No more trivia for you guys. If you can't take it seriously, then you don't deserve it. I did and not I told, see that. I told you, Cutter, we, te- we take it as seriously as it deserves. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, Cutter pulling a Brian Boyle. Huh. Oh, the strong words there, Sam. People seem to be, uh, we're getting thumbs up on YouTube. Yeah, well, that's going well. If you like us, uh, give us the thumbs up. Subscribe. Here's a a nice comment. I haven't been looking at these these comments, but uh, love the YouTube uploads, guys. Makes catching the podcast easier than ever. Uh, Matt Alessandri says, I've been listening to you guys for a while, and the first time I decide to actually watch and see what everyone looks like, Cutter gets abducted by racist aliens. That's disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jerkins Perkins, whoever that is, been listening to... Oh, we like Jerkins Perkins because he's got the little rascals as his profile picture. Uh Been listening to you two wild and crazy guys since the beginning... Didn't know you were on YouTube. You guys make being a Ranger fan a little easier during these trying times. And I believe the first comment, love the YouTube uploads, guys, makes catching the podcast easier. I believe that's Sam Miola, who has been around for a long time and and does message me from time to time that he enjoys the show. And let me just see if we have any other good comments. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's Priscilla Garina. I hope I say say your name right. Hello, I am a new subscriber from sunny South Florida. Unlike other Ranger podcasts, your show always makes me laugh. Please keep up the great work. And then and then here's a guy that wants to break down everything we say. Uh, I can't I can't really tell. 
I don't really respond to those because as long as I can't really. Well, I can't. No, I can't really subscribe. All right, get on the YouTube. Subscribe. The more popular we get, the more it gets out of it. It gets out there. That's right. All right. So, all right, we've said it all. Don't forget all. to, uh, if you want to support the show, www.patreon.com/slash Blue Shirt Underground Radio. You go on there and donate to the show. Keep us on the air forever. Right now, we're only on the air until we're in our early fifties. <laughs> I'm about to approach my mid fifties in about a couple months. <laughs> That's why I said that. Yes. I want people to sense of urgency. Oh, I got yes. to donate. Eddie could we could lose Eddie any day now. He could oh, just, if, we, if we run out of money, Eddie's not going to do the I show. Can't buy my blood pressure ma- uh, medication. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, oh, I didn't mean I didn't mean lose lose you like you know uh, like, okay. like we lost Charles Rogers today. I, I meant you All know right. lose. I know what you mean. Okay. <laughs> All right. So support the show on Patreon. We put you in our undergrounders group on Facebook. We have a lot of fun in there. And a viewing party next week. It's going to be a hoot. Yes, it'll be a lot of fun. Right. I thank Paul Canosa. <clears throat> seeing your name in the uh, the chat room, the familiar faces, the Dianes, the Jeffs, the Howies, um, uh, Liz. I see all over the place. Just the Connor, of course, who called in. Thank you so much, Sean, too, as well, coming in and uh, just making this broadcast even better. You know, yes. without you guys typing stuff, Jonathan Riggs as well coming in here and uh, kind of getting me thinking about certain other topics that some, you know, sometimes I don't think of, you know, we couldn't do the show without you guys. We appreciate you guys it. all enhance the show in, in, in different ways. Yes. Even cutsy. Even cutsy. Absolutely. He, he just creates a lot of comedy on will unwittingly unknowingly. Ryan Leach too. I don't leave anybody out. Coast of the crazy Greek, Jennifer Eberhardt, all these lovely people. Who All right. arrived home from work, so I'm I'm gonna go upstairs and and say hello. I see John Prestano was in here. My right, the great Johnny Prestano from South Florida. Josh Gimble. The always controversial Josh Gimble. Um what else? That's about all I got here. So thank you so much. And remember, like Jim said, visit us on Patreon. Keep this thing going, keep these viewing parties happening. No charge, prizes, raffles. Everybody leaves with something. And uh, also, subscribe, YouTube. Let's get this thing going, man. This could become so – it's great now. Think about if we had 50 people in the chat room like you guys. 60 more. It would be a laugh fest. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a great thing. That's and, all I got to say. And, you know, even if, if we get new people and it aren't that great, we've always been able to weed out the Nimrods. They they kind of weed themselves out anyway. They're not, they're not acknowledged, and we had some dope in here last week. It was trolling the chat room for reaction, and nobody gave him any kind of any kind of answers or anything. And he's not in today. So that's the, these our group. The, we are not we are not newbies here. We know how to handle things. That's we right. take we take care of it. We police ourselves. All right, cue the music. There it is. As, every, as Eddie just said, thank you to everybody who tuned in. It was a lot of fun tonight. We will see you guys next Tuesday night for our last show before the viewing party. Next Saturday, November 23rd at Slattery. Upstairs with the cord rack. Oh, oh the, the cord, cord rack. rack. Boyle.
All right. Tracy, Hi, Tracy. Make, Tracy made it in, too. Tracy showed up late. You're late. We covered a few things. Go back and watch. Say hi to your dad for me, by the way, Tracy. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Let's go, Rangers. Eddie, always a pleasure. It's been my pleasure, sir. We love you. Get out, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>